it's good to see you guys. Welcome to the Porch Community Church. I am Shannon Patterson. I get to be the lead pastor here, and it is a, a joy and privilege almost every day to be the lead pastor here. So listen, if you ever have a career, a job, and you love your job most of the days, stay with that career job. Can I get an amen? All right, good deal. So, man, it's so good to see you. You know what? I was laughing watching this the video, which I've seen so many times, but I look out here, and I see the bride of Justin, and she's going, yeah, yeah. Now, she didn't do the point. I added the point, but she was like, yeah. Um, I guess you still think he's cute and everything, so good job. That's always nice. So. But um, we're so glad that you're here, especially those of you that are joining us online. Uh, welcome to the Forge Community Church. If this happens to be your first time here, whether online or in person, we are so glad that you I chose this day to tune in. We are in a series. Actually, nope, it's not a series. What is it, friends? An initiative, right? We do series a lot. As we were looking at October and planning and, and thinking about how we can best minister to our people, especially in all that's gone on in the last six months, we said, let's don't just do a series. Let's have an initiative. Let's have a, a very intentional purpose for, um, of course, our messages, but also the opportunities for you and for others to to engage and so we said let's call this initiative come together uh, which is of course why you hear our incredible band um, doing the the cover of the Beatles song come together um, and and it's what we really want to focus on we want to look at why it's so important for us as the body of Christ to come together um, yesterday we had the really cool opportunity talking about coming together is to um, work alongside one of our ministry our community ministry partners called Living Bridges and uh, they do a phenomenal ministry you've heard us mention them before most likely um, they do a lot with feeding our community uh, they fed a ton of meals of sandwiches of, of all sorts of delicious food um, while everything was shut down they really helped feed families and kids in our community and they're also now doing kind of shifted to a grocery program and uh, which is why we've been doing a can drive because we want to help them but they have this location downtown where they host Bible studies and they offer classes to help people uh, just in with life skills and uh, we went there yesterday check out this video and see a little bit of what we did
of the ways we said, hey, we want to come together and serve our community. And I'm so thankful for the 14 or 15 or so people that came out to be a part of that. So in the first week of this initiative, what we did is we, we kicked off our can drive. And we said, hey, for the month of October, we want you to bring canned goods to the church so that we can give them to Living Bridges. And so that's going to continue through until the end of next week. So anytime this coming week or on Sunday, bring those canned goods. You can go online to our website and click on uh, Come Together, and you'll see the exact list of the needs that they have. So we said, let's do that. And then we asked our lay leader, Randy DeCoudre, who's actually been part of that great ministry downtown with uh, Living Bridges. We asked him to come and share, and he shared with us just the incredible importance it is for him to come together alongside other believers and what that has meant to him, to his family, um, to his marriage, uh, and even just how he relates to other people. And then last week, Justin shared with you, he brought along his friend Colton Broom, who's one of our young adults, who, who just shared again the importance of family, the importance of the community of believers and what that has to do in, in their walk and, and keeping them grounded and keeping them focused on Jesus Christ. And I, all I could think last week, I don't know, is Colton here? Uh, all I could think last week, hey buddy, um, is if I'd had close, even close to that kind of maturity and wisdom at 21, there'd be like five U-Hauls of baggage that I wouldn't have in my life. So good job. <laughs> you know, but I mean, does anyone understand that? Does anyone follow me on that? It's like, I wish, but you know what? God had his plan and he worked it out in my life, but I'm excited to see how God is working that in your life at this age, because just like Sutherland said in, in, um, in Selena's baptism, it's like for generations to come, um, the hope of Christ is being shared in the lives of our people. So see, this coming together, it's not just about this one person or this one time or this one example. This is, this is bigger than every single one of us. And, and I think if we can grab a hold of that, friends, if we can grab a hold of that, that truth that, that the life of following Jesus is not just about, hey, I prayed the prayer and now I'm good. It is about so much more than that. It is so big so much bigger than that and, and and more vast than that so so we had colton share and we had randy share i have asked um one half of our community impact team uh april and jared brogdon so you guys come on if they would come and share today share with you um just from their perspective why it is so important to come together why it's so important to be part of the the life of the church I'll say this right away before we even get started. It's one of those things I've said a few other times before. There's a, there's a chance that there may be someone in the auditorium today or watching online who's going, oh great, here comes another pitch to, to be involved in the church, and that's just not for me. Well, friends, I'm a paid spokesperson. They ain't. And so what I'm going to say to that is listen to what these two regular, imperfect people have to say about the importance of coming together. So would you welcome Jared and April Brogdon to the stage? Thank you. Thank you, Shannon. Thank you, everybody. Good morning. Um, we are here as very imperfect people this morning. Thank you for... <laughs> 
I, I, that, that was actually something I was gonna <laughs> gonna try to explain to everyone, but I don't have to anymore. No, we, we all get it. <laughs> um, also, we are not professional speakers or paid like Shannon. Okay, so <laughs> bear with us. We'll try to get through this without too many ums and likes and all that kind of good stuff as well. Uh, Shannon reached out to us whenever this initiative w was kind of brewing with her and said, uh, would y'all be willing to be a part of it? Well, obviously, she wasn't the first person that we text. We text each other back first before we even answered her, and we said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> this, she right <laughs> yeah, did she have the right number? Did she mean to send us this message? <laughs> um, but obviously, we spoke back and forth, and I mean, how, how do you tell God no? I mean, honest to goodness, that's, mm -hmm. that's the best thing I could come up with is how do you say no? So we prayed a lot about it. We had lunch with Shannon and kind of spoke and wanted to kind of gather the direction that she wanted to take this in. And we thought, you know, maybe we can pull this off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we hope, hope we can. <laughs> um, in, 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 <laughs> in discussing it with Jared, my husband, uh, we came up with Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 as far as something to reference while we spoke. And it reads, Okay. And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward loving good deeds, mm -hmm. not giving up meeting together as some are in habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. Uh, a little bit of background to get you started right here with Hebrews, the first part leading up to that verse, is talking about how Jesus paid the ultimate price for our sins and that he has entered the most holy place. Mm -hmm. That's all of our goals. That's what, we, that's what we hope for. But he has already paved that way for us. So we are all imperfect people. We're all trying to get there, you know, to the kingdom of God. And um, you want to take it from sure. you take it from here? So, yeah, this book of the Bible, good morning, y'all. This book of the Bible is thought to be written to the Hebrews as encouragement. And you're going to hear that word a lot this morning when facing persecution. Uh, during times of persecution, but it applies just as much today as we face uh, challenges and obstacles in our daily lives. Mm -hmm. We face um, these polarizing times with COVID and, and politics, um, football season, uh, any other challenges that you know we wake up to and have to face every day. So we're going to talk today about our involvement and our development in community groups. To be real here, and no offense to anyone on the back row, um, <laughs> for those of us have, who've known us, um, a year ago, year and a half, two years ago, we were the people on the back row. We came in Sunday mornings, uh, sat on the back. We were just here as consumers of what the porch had to offer us. We were just kind of showing up, uh, getting getting the music, the worship, and the, and the word, and, and heading out. Um, so, yeah, we were just consumers, and we'll talk a little more on that later. And he says back row lightly. That's just meaning we literally would show up to church to get church and then go home and you know live out our week so um, just a little bit of background whenever we started getting involved with community groups we've been with the porch for a couple of years now and we became ministry partners whenever they moved into this building here whenever y'all moved into here and we had visited many other churches just like I'm sure some of you have and immediately whenever we pull on campus just like Shannon you used to say on in the mornings you felt accepted. You felt welcomed. It was always, you know, hey, how are you? And it was genuine. Everybody seemed so very genuine. 
they invested in you from the time you drove on the campus to the time you sat down in your seat, left, and even throughout the week. We didn't get that anywhere else. Uh, also, I have to, you have an awesome group of uh, youth here, and that was something. We have a son as well, two sons, but one that was very involved with the youth, and y'all have by far one of the best in children's ministries as well. So you um, offered a women's weekend whenever your friend Shelly came to speak right before you guys, I think, moved, mm -hmm. not too much before y'all moved here. That was my first uh, step out, I guess I would say, of doing something just as a church, outside of a church service. I was invited by a friend, and she said, just, you know, just come. You don't have to do anything. Because I was like, are they going to make me, like, stand up and do anything silly, goofy, because I'm not good with <laughs> stuff like that. You know, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> um, surprise. <laughs> surprise. Here I am. And uh, <laughs> so I went, and it was completely life-changing. Again, walked in, welcomed, made me feel at home, made me feel comfortable, I got so much out of that women's weekend. I, I, I really can't stress enough, and I, I don't have time to, but I want to. Fast forward a little bit. Y'all moved into this building here, and there were community groups that were being made and meeting, meeting weekly. Had another friend of mine that approached me, said, hey, come alongside us to this community group. Come on and just check us out. And I'm thinking... Oh, God, Jared, I got somebody else that's saying, hey, they want us to come do something. You know, I'm like, I just don't know. I don't know where we're at. <laughs> we we're very, very nervous because I knew just as well as you guys do, whenever you enter something like that, you do have to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to let the Lord lead you, and, and you have to be real. If you, want, if you want to accept a blessing, receive a blessing, you have to, you have, to have your heart prepared for that. So, again, we spoke about that, and there was something kind of nudging us to it, and we did. And that was probably one of the best decisions we've ever made um, from the time we entered their front door to, to even now. They're really close friends of ours, and we couldn't trade them for anything. Did she ask you one time to come, and you were like, yeehaw, let's go? She did not. I'm going to be honest. I'm in church, so I'm going to tell you no. <laughs> she, she actually asked me more than one time. She was very persistent, and there's a big difference with that, and I did want to make that point. Thank you. There's a difference in, betw in between being pushy and being persistent, and she was very persistent with me, and that is something else that I knew that that was God speaking through mm. her to me, because she was persistent with me. Yeah, when April told me about it, uh, she said, yeah, this friend's been asking me for weeks now about coming to their community <laughs> group. So, yeah, but she was lovingly persistent. <laughs> so we, we started going to our Monday night group, and, and then we began being active. Um, I even started taking my guitar and, and playing worship songs at the group, um, just taking a, a genuine interest in the group as, as they gave a genuine interest in us. And... Um, then our, our group leaders uh, sponsored us to go on the walk to Emmaus back in February and March. And that introduced us to a larger community mm -hmm. of believers. And we met people with very unique and very similar stories to ourselves and similar backgrounds. And uh, they were very grounded and welcoming and, and loving. And we um, just dug deeper in our faith. Mm -hmm. and, and, and so... And now we're even getting involved in helping Emmaus. We were at an Emmaus drive-in worship last night and helped with sound and music. And I'm not saying that 
that's what, you know, I'm not telling you what we're doing. I'm telling you what God is doing through us now. Um, he's using us now that we took those first steps in getting involved. He is, you know, really showing out and using us, and, and we love it. And, uh, and then what happened after Emmaus? The world shut down. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no really kind of <laughs> But my Sunday, uh, the last day of my walk, whenever uh, they, they did the big service, whenever we left Camp Tigert, I was, the first thing I was told to me was, hey, oh, by the way, no more school, no more work, no more. And I'm like, what? Well, my first thing is coming off a weekend like that, for those of you that have been a part of Walk to Emmaus or Chrysalis, any, any of those, those things, first thing you want to do is hug people. I was like, I mean, I, I, want, to, I want to show all the love. I, I mean, bring it in, you know. And, and it's like, no, 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 you don't need to do that. Six feet. So it was automatically impersonal whenever I wanted to be the most personal I could possibly be. Yeah. So that was tough. That was really tough for, for both of us, but for all of us, as a matter of fact. So our community group kind of took a different, it took a little bit of a different spin, um, a little bit of that personal connection, got a little bit grayed, I guess, and um, we, we did the best we could with what we had and trying to stay connected. And just like you all know, that's tough to do if if you are you know extroverted at all i mean that that is a very difficult thing to do we enjoy the face to face the the personal connection the touch all all that so it just made it a little bit difficult justin said it best last sunday um and justin with with colton that did a phenomenal job but they talked about being spiritually paralyzed that that was the that that has just stuck with me. That's the best way I can I can describe it as well. You just kind of felt spiritually paralyzed for a little while. Um, fast forward, Shannon, to your lovely sermon that you gave, introducing our wonderful Paracaleo groups. Paracaleo means coming alongside and encouraging one another. And that particular Sunday, I felt like I was front and center whenever you were preaching about this, but it had been laid on my heart for a couple of months. I'm just thinking, gosh, there's got to be something I can do. There's really got to be a little more than I can do than what we're doing, you know, than your routine Bible study. But again, I know we were, we were limited. We were limited on what we could do or what we were supposed to do. Well, Shannon just kind of, she ignited a little spark. And um, that day, whenever she was describing these groups, uh, Hebrews 10:13 kind of, I mean, I'm sorry, 10:23. I do apologize. Thank you. 10:23 came to mind that we should spur one another in loving good deeds. And um, briefly, I was talking with Justin in between services, and he said that that's kind of where stir came from. And I was not privy to that until then, so I just feel like I had to throw that in there. But um, and that's exactly what happened. It definitely it stirred something inside of me and within minutes before we hit the end of the driveway we had a Pericaleo group um, formed there were a few people here in that particular service and I think they were just as hungry as we were and before we could even make it out of the out of the um, parking lot we had a group formed and we just want to to explain to you guys that it is so important. It is so important. It's vital to encourage one another and find some people that you can do life with like that. Yes. No, you're okay. <laughs> Happens all the time. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> just kidding. So, uh, yeah, as April said, I mean, we our Paracaleo group is a group of friends that we've already known and and we're meeting with, but now we just kind of changed up our format so that we meet with purpose. We meet with a godly purpose. Um, the questions out on the website that, that I think Shannon will talk about in a second, maybe, um, you know, are kind of a guide. They kind of guide the way that we, we meet with our friends. And um, we uh, take one of the questions each week and, and just um, ask it and begin talking around that question. But it leads us down so many paths, um, and we really get really deep and vulnerable with each other and are, are really able to share and, and just meet with that godly purpose and, and open that up. And I think, I think that's really important to point out that these were people you already knew, and so you were probably going to gather anyway. But now you're meeting with a purpose. Yes. Or maybe you thought, oh, we should ask them to dinner, but you never were that intent. It's like now let's meet with a purpose, and um, you know. So I think for those who are like, well, I don't know who to ask, or we're not that spiritual, or I don't know that much of the Bible, you know, what is that? You know, how does this Paracleo group kind of set you up to to be successful? I guess. I'll be honest with you, it's not even a group that we had all met together as a group before. We met individually with these people. So the personalities even of the group mm -hmm. are, are all different. Um, we, you know, we had done dinners and things with each individual couple. And what this did for us is bringing all of it together was amazing because we... Even though you don't, you do kind of think, oh gosh, is so and so gonna, you know, are they gonna jive with this person or that person? You know, you do, you think that way, but as long as you stay focused and centered that you're meeting for a godly purpose, it's gonna all work itself out. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that all works itself out. And now what we've done is we've broadened that in, in with our families. We brought our families alongside. So it's not just him and I and the couples group, I mean, we've brought our families alongside. Um, and, you know, we all live busy lifestyles. That's something, and I know everybody thinks, oh my gosh, you know, community groups, it's really hard. It, it sometimes, some, it is, it is, it really is, but you do have to make time for what's important. And um, that is super important to feed and be fed with God's word on a daily basis, but also with a group of people maybe at least once a week. And it's not like we have to be trained to make time for things that are important. No. We already do that. That's right. It's just a matter of, is this really important? That's right. And if it is, we'll make the time. And right? it's so not it's not like I don't know how to make time for mm -hmm. something important. I know real well. I just need to know, <laughs> is, is there, are we going to make this with a purpose? You know, and I think that's really important to... Right, and to it hear. doesn't have to be a formal setting, and that's something else, too. I do think people kind of have a misconception mm -hmm. sometimes about, you know, we have to do this on this time, this day, and it has to be this way, this way, this way. It works out good for some people that way because they can plan their weeks around that. However, you may be already doing that, and you really don't even know. You may already have a Paracaleo group, but you just maybe aren't digging as deep as you should. Correct. Yeah, your your Paracleo group might meet during halftime of the football uh, game. Why well, already already together? Just just pause and, and yeah. wrap yourself around a question and really dig in deep to, to talk about something more meaningful. When you mention the questions, what are you what are you referring to for those that don't know? Oh, on the uh, on the porch website, porchcc.com. Correct. 
yeah, there's a there's a list of questions. Uh, you'll I think you scroll if you um, navigate to Paracleo groups, and under there there's a series of 12 questions, and uh, they're they're very deep. They're just meant to to start a conversation. Um, how how is it with your soul? I think is the first one, and you'll you'll be amazed how when you start when you really ask somebody that and they start talking to you how the answer can take you down different paths For sure. and, and you really you really start to to get a feeling of how this person is and their walk and and who they are and uh, and then you you have to be vulnerable so that you can respond to the question as well to that person vulnerability is very important in these paracleo groups so um to kind of tie this up i've been reading a book called dream big by an author named bob goff and this is a book about um finding and pursuing god's purpose for your life and i ran across a quote that says uh by Bob Goff, it says, people don't grow where they are merely informed. They grow where they are fully accepted. And April and I personally learned that you'll get more out of church if you come with the mindset of how can I stir up love and good works in others rather than just showing up with the mindset and the attitude, that consumerism attitude of what can church do for me. So it took us a few steps, you know, to be active and, and God has opened so many more doors for us and we're looking forward to all the things that are coming, you know, in our new role as community impact, impact yeah. partners. And I just found out about that yesterday. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> wow. Just no. Again, surprise. Yes, with two other wonderful people. So uh, find your tribe, find your group. They'll enable you and encourage you and support you to do great things, and you'll do the same for them. Our walk would be very dif uh, difficult without our community groups, and uh, we spur each other on toward Christ. And I love how you said groups because, again, like I said, you know, we have a Paracaleo group right now currently under the initiative that we're doing. However, I mean, we've got groups all along the way and friends that we do feel like that we come alongside one another through this journey of life that, that has many ups and downs. But when you find those people in your life, make sure to have those heartfelt and meaningful discussions with um, you find out a lot about them, but you also find a lot about yourself. Be encouraging, love them, love them hard. Uh, just looking back on this journey, and we say journey, we're, we're older than a lot of y'all right here. <laughs> but, but looking back on our short journey that we've had so far, uh, we realize God was pursuing us, which is, it gives me chill bumps now even to say it out loud, like, wow, he, he was pursuing me. I didn't open my eyes till later on in life, just like you were speaking about Colton just then. Oh, I wish I would have. I so wish I would have, but I didn't. But I can say I'm here right now. Amen. That's I'm right. here right now, and um, I'm listening loud and clear. So we both are. But we encourage you to find that group, find that friend. It can be a lunch with a friend once a week in any, any, any shape or form. You probably already do that. You just have to go a little deeper, dig a little deeper with them, and meet with a godly purpose. Do life with that person. Encourage them so that you can be encouraged as well and lean on them, and then you, they'll lean, lean on you as well. So, Wow. Um, I have a question. You kind of addressed this, but I, I think it's good to kind of offer out there for our people. To, so how has your your marriage and you talked about your kids being connected um how has your marriage and your family been different 
as you've been on this journey and you see the importance of, of coming together and, and being in community? Well, for us, it, it's changed our marriage positively and drastically. Um, we talk, we used to talk, um, you know, more about how's your day and, you know, what's going on this week. Now we talk to each other about the questions that we're going to be talking about in our Paracleo group before and after we meet with a group because we probably have a different perspective coming out of that, that meeting. And we just have deeper, more meaningful conversations with each other. Um, since Emmaus, since the walk to Emmaus, our kids saw huge changes in, in us after that and, and even before that. Um, our, our oldest has gotten baptized in the past year. Um, he's still very active in STIR and uh, our youngest is just old enough to start STIR and he's, he's going. And I, I hope that, that people see a difference in us in, at work and uh, in the community and our other groups that aren't our Paracleo or, or Monday night groups, the other people that we, we hang around. I hope that we're, we're bringing Jesus into those conversations yeah. with us. And I, I guess I'll close with this. I kind of opened it up. You know, for the person that, okay, so maybe they didn't tune out or maybe they didn't nod off even though they thought this isn't for them. Uh, for, the, for the person, for the couple, that's like, that's, this isn't, this whole community thing's not for me. What do you say to them? Step out of your comfort zone. Step out of your comfort zone. Give it a chance. Um, I also, if, if you don't think that's for you, reach out to us. Let us help encourage you. Anyone here in the church that's a part of the church staff will encourage you. It is vital because I can honestly say we were those people for a couple of years where we thought, and again, using the back row lightly, because honestly, I'd still sit on the back row and be sure. sitting Me right too. here. Me too. Yeah, if I wasn't up here, I'd but be back there. So. We, we were showing up and listening to your message, Shannon. This is being brutally honest. And we would maybe talk a little bit about it when we got in the car, and then... We'd carry out our week, and we'd think, okay, we're good till next Sunday. We got this, you know. And we didn't realize how empty we really were. We were, we were empty, running on fumes by the time we made it back here to church on Sunday. And it's completely different now. When you choose to plug in that way, and it does take effort, but again, it's, it's important. It does take effort, but it is important. But whenever you choose to plug in that way, it'll open up a whole new world. It sure will. Mm -hmm. Would you guys thank Jared and April for sharing with us this morning? Y'all can. Um, before we wrap up and, and spend just a, a few moments together in worship, um, I want to tell you about three more opportunities because they mentioned opportunities that were in front of you, and you said, "Okay, I'll let's let's try this. Let's take this." So. The first, we've, we mentioned it several times, are these Paracaleo groups. They're, they're not limited to a time frame. I mean, they can start at any time and they can end at any time. We gave some parameters this first time around just to, to see how people would, would do opportunity to, to be a part of it is there. And so like, like Jared said, you can go online and, and read more about that. The other thing I mentioned at the beginning is if you would, please bring uh, your canned goods this week and Sunday let's really really bless living bridges i mean i would love right now i think we've we've got maybe 
almost a, a truckload, a truck bed load um, to, to take. I would love it if we had, if we needed a couple of trucks. Wouldn't that be great, Porch Community? If it took a couple of trucks to, to go out there. Um, so Can Drive, Pericleo Group, and then lastly, and this is something that you as our community impact team, part of our community impact team, uh, next Sunday we're hosting our first ever Porch Fest, and it's going to be here on our campus on the whole south side of our campus we've got a great day in store from four to seven o'clock and and we're getting a lot of fun stuff we're going to be throwing axes because we thought well that's fun so let's give the little kids axes to throw um i'm just kidding that's for kind of you know us you know it is going to be it's going to be a covered trailer <laughs> yeah it's safe it's safe it's safe um but we were like let's do something that that the you know older people want to do too so of course we got the bounce houses and stuff but it's going to be a great time i think sutherland's even coordinating like the little volleyball round robin um there's going to be all sorts of stuff shooting paintballs with with uh, slingshots at pumpkins um that's going to be really fun it works i've tried it at home um so it's just going to be a great day. But here's why I share this with you. Not just because it's really fun to get together and come together, us. It's this. And this is really what it's about, friends. You know somebody who, for whatever reason, whether it's bad history or um, just stuff going on in their life, you know somebody who is not super excited about coming to church with you on Sunday at 11 o'clock. But they'll come and throw an axe with you. And in the process of that, there's a really good chance that you can say, in the middle of throwing an axe, hey, how you doing? How's it been going? You know, you were sharing with me about this, and, you know, and, and that's really been on my mind, and I just really wanted to know, how are you doing? This is why we do these kinds of things. Yes, we're going to have a great time, but I'm telling you, there's an opportunity here, friends, for you to invite people to be part of community. This is why we come together, because of what Paul wrote about Jesus. He gave his life for us. He made a way for us. He paid for our sins. Um, we, don't, we, get to, we get to say, you know what, I'm not perfect, but Jesus is, and I'm going to live in that perfection, and I want to do all I can while I'm on this earth to live into that. I want to grow in my faith, I want to know my Savior, and I want to let other people know who my Savior is. This is what it's about, and this is why we come together. And so I hope that you were uh, inspired today and encouraged today. Uh, thank you, Jared and April. Let's pray together, friends. God, we, we come to you and we just say we don't, we don't have it. We, we, don't, we don't know. We, on our own, we're going we're gonna to flounder around. We're going to try. We're going to do random things. But my goodness, God, when we choose to come together with a purpose, when we choose to come together for a purpose, which is, is the name of Jesus Christ, when we do that, there's power in it. And your Holy Spirit is allowed to move in that. And your Holy Spirit speaks to people and, and, and inspires them and encourages them. Lord, I, I think about the, the great friendship that you have given to Sutherland and Selena. And how through that friendship and conversation... Someone's given their life to you. So, Lord, I pray that we would all, like, like April said, that we would just, something will be stirred up inside of each and every one of us. 
that we desire first and foremost to, to be part, to be together as the body of Christ, to come together with a purpose alongside others. But God, then would you open our eyes to look around and see those people that are so desperately in need of someone just to walk alongside of them and say, how's it going? Lord, and that we would be equipped to, to be present in their lives. God, we're going to give our worship to you now. <laughs> we're going to stand up and we're going to sing and we're going to lift our voices. And I pray that in the process of that, you are, you are calling to our, to our mind the names of people and opportunities and circumstances in front of us where your name can be lifted high. And we'll be, we'll be, uh, we'll be drawn to that. We'll be purposeful about that. Lord, receive this time of worship. God, receive the offering that we give. Lord, use it all for the sake of your kingdom and in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Let's stand and worship together.